Welcome to Rock and Ice's My Epic Podcast, presented by Outdoor Research. I'm Daniel Tachik. As you already know, Outdoor Research has been at the forefront of mountain equipment innovation since 1981. Their products have shown them to be committed to improving the climber and alpinist's experience with awesome gear, from jackets to gaiters to bivy sacks. It's not about summits for OR. It's not about finish lines or sends. It's the journey. So if you've got a journey in the near future, check them out. You will not regret it. We're back at it. With the help of Outdoor Research, we're bringing to life Chris Kalman's Worry Stone that first appeared in issue 207 of Rock and Ice. He takes a moment to reflect on close calls, why he chooses to free solo, and lessons you don't learn. All right, here we go. Two years ago, I was making my way cross country and I stopped to climb in Little Cottonwood Canyon. Uh, outside of Salt Lake City. I'd never been there and really wanted to climb the striking white granite walls, but I didn't have a partner. So I remedied the situation by heading out with a few pictures from a guidebook of routes that I deemed easily soloable. Now, I don't remember what route I climbed, only that at the end of it I was hungry for more. An interesting white slab, low-angled and featured with big gray knobs, it looked well within my abilities. So I set off. After about a pitch, while trying to traverse off, I found myself suddenly committed. I made a big tenuous step onto a knob, perched with no easy way to step down to the next. Had I been on a rope, I could have jumped, but without one, there was no way I could commit to a dynamic move. So the only option I saw was a small protruding crystal to my left. I'll pull on that, I thought, and smear my left foot for opposition. Okay, here goes. Somehow I pulled both too hard, but also just hard enough. As I started to lower, I felt the crystal break. Yet, instead of flying backward to my death, I instantly stopped pulling on the crystal and pushed it back into the wall while maintaining counterpressure with my foot. So to my surprise, neither the crystal nor I had fallen. My foot touched down on the knob, and I took my hand from the wall, and I just looked in amazement as the crystal clung, almost as if it were glued to my fingertips. For safekeeping, I thought as I slipped it into my chalk bag. Then, as an afterthought, and as a reminder for next time. Stupid, I told myself as I made my way down the rest of the wall on easier terrain, linking gray knob to gray knob like stepping stones in a white granite river. Climbing always teaches you lessons. Every time you fall, there's something to take home. Focus energy in your heel. Pull in more with your left arm. Next time, go thumbs up. If you're in the mountains, the weather can be your teacher as you run back to the parking lot soaked, cowering like a dog. Or the mountain itself may be your professor, rebuking your best efforts and taking half your rack for good measure. All these lessons can be just 
terrifying experiences at the time. Last February, I found myself standing on a gendarme on top of a long ridge route in the Trinidad Valley in uh, Cachamo, Chile, and I came to realize that what's far more terrifying than the lessons you learn in climbing are the ones that you don't. To my left and to my right loomed huge drops. I'd come too far and through terrain too difficult to go back. Below me was a blank overhanging face, 45, maybe 50 feet tall. So small compared to the enormity of the cirque, yet certainly big enough to maim. Nobody knew exactly where I was, and helicopter rescue would have been a remote possibility. And slow, even if it happened. The sun was no longer high in the sky, but now was fading out over the wide expanse of the Pacific that stretched beyond this valley. My only option, actually no, my best option, was to down-solo the 40-foot vertical fist crack that hung bottomless more than a thousand feet above the valley floor below, and step back beneath the gendarme. As I stood there considering my choices, I reached instinctively for the small flat worry stone I kept in my chalk bag. I'd kept the little crystal of quartz since bringing it home from Little Cottonwood Canyon. But the stone was missing. Oh yeah, that's right, new chalk bag. After years with the same old bag, I'd finally gotten an upgrade and forgotten to transfer the worry stone. I'd just gotten used to its constant reminder every time I chalked up. Be careful. Rocks break. Climbers fall. Even absent, it was still a reminder, but the message had changed. The scariest lessons in life are the ones you don't learn. That I am here right now to tell this story is obviously evidence that I made it down that day in Kachamo. Everything went fine. In fact, with falling being an utterly unacceptable option, fist jams never felt so good. Soon I was back on the ridge, fourth-classing my way back to camp. But by the time I made it back to my friends at the Bivy Boulder, I felt like I had used another one of my lives. Now, months later in planning my next trip to Patagonia, I, I just have lots of questions. Why has climbing become this focal point of my existence? Why do I feel so compelled by free soloing? What have I learned? What have I not? Will I ever quit? How many lives do I have left? My mind fills with the names of many climbers, so much better than myself, who've lost their lives to the sport they loved. If it could happen to them, it could absolutely happen to me. I go to the mountains to live fully, but the mountains can easily take my life. I've lost my worry stone, but not my worries. To those with similar questions, I have neither answers nor advice. The beauty of climbing is that you get to figure out those answers all on your own. If you like this story, be sure to check in next week as we hear from Nathan Fry as he hangs from the face of a 1,000-foot cliff with his rappel device inches from the knotted rope ends. I'd like to thank Noisy Waters for the music. Thanks for listening, and again, thanks for Outdoor Research for helping us bring these stories to life. <laughs>